para ti lo que viniera de ti. Welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast. This is episode number 64 for August 3rd, 2014. I'm Nelson DeWitt, and John Younger is not here today because I'm in Costa Rica, and I am in Costa Rica visiting my family. So we thought we would do a very special live edition of the podcast from Costa Rica, and I'm here today with my sister Ava. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So today's episode, I'm going to talk with Ava, and we're going to talk about little baby Mila. Ava, why don't you tell everyone at home who Mila is? Mila is our new baby. She was born on July 16th, so she's uh, just a week and a couple of days old. And uh, she's taking right now all of her time and effort. Mm. As a new member of a family. Yeah. And so today's, uh, during today's podcast, we're just going to talk a little bit about the, um, I guess, significance of baby Mila and where her name comes from. And uh, you may hear her once or twice in the background. She's here with us. Before we get into the significance of her name and all of that, I guess the first question I have for you is, how does it feel to be a mother again? Well, it's um, a little bit strange for me. It's all new. I truly forgotten about everything. <laughs> I have, uh, I don't remember much. So it's kind of starting all over again. But it's an immense joy and happy. Um, I feel really happy, and I, I just can't describe exactly what I feel. But it's just amazing to be able to bring life. It's just amazing. And uh, this is your second child. So the other, the other one is my niece, Dani, who actually appeared on the podcast very early on. And we can put a link to that later. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about where the name Mila comes from? Well, of course, this is a resemblance of my mom, right? Mm-hmm. I, of course, um, it has to do with her, or I would say it has all to do with her, everything to do with her, because that's um, kind of honoring his, her name and her legacy, and that's why we wanted to name our baby girl, girl Mila, you know, thinking about what it means for the family, what it means for me, for what it means for uh, the woman she was, and uh, what repre- what. Mila, Milagro represents uh, for everybody. That's um, that was one a, a lot of reasons we had to to name our baby girl Mila. Um, we we didn't really think about it much. It was just natural. My husband and I we had this conversation long before we knew that we were we were having a baby, and long before we knew we were having a baby girl to name Mila. We talked about it, and he is very related to the to the family history. So we immediately agreed that we were going to name her Mila um, to my mom and Isabel to his mom, because both of them are strong women. Um, they've been through difficult things, and uh, we figured that it would be 
nice to honor this extraordinary woman naming our new baby, Mila Isabel. And so for people at home who may just be new to the podcast, what is the, what's the significance of Mila? What does it mean? Milagro, it's um, just, a, just a part of a name. We, we name her just Mila because my mom was better known as Mila, not Milagro. But Milagro means miracle, and that's that's pretty much what our baby is. It's a miracle, um, and and it's a, it has to do with a lot of things, right? It has to do with my mom, and also with the fact that she was also in danger at the beginning of the pregnancy, and it was just a miracle that she survived, and we are now lucky enough to have her with us. That she went through a very difficult time at the very beginning when I was pregnant uh, for the first three months, and uh, we were really close to lose her. So I guess it suits really well the name for her because she's just a miracle, and uh, it's just amazing to be able to to name her and and have her now. And uh, I guess it. it means a lot of things for us, right? This is a sentiment, but also what the, mil the milagro really means, uh, which is, as I said before, well, a miracle. You know, one of, one of the things that I thought about the other day is the fact that, um, you know, Donnie, who's your, your firstborn, was here for the birth of uh, little baby Mila. And the reason that that is significant to me is because you weren't present for my birth. And, you know, when I think about everything that we as a family have been through, it's, I, I guess it's very rewarding for me to, to finally see, you know, like maybe the next generation it doesn't have to go through some of the things that we've been through. Mm -hmm. Right. And how, difficult it was for the family as a whole to not be together during these sort of these very important moments, you know, mm -hmm. so you didn't get to, uh, see me as a little baby. Um, but what do you, what do you think about that idea that, you know, I guess things, life is more stable for us all now and that this mm -hmm. generation doesn't have to experience some of the things that, that we did. Well, yeah, this is all related to what my mother did, right? I guess uh, we've talked before about her legacy to us, what it really means, I guess. We're experiencing that right now. We're living that right now, her legacy uh, for us, her wish for us to grow in a different world, in a different country. I don't mean a different country than El Salvador, but maybe in a different world, right? In a different uh, situation. And I guess that's part of what we're experiencing right now, what she wanted for us, part of what she thought, what she was doing, what she was doing, and what she believed in to give us a better world. And that's why we're privileged, because we now can enjoy different things from life that they couldn't, right? I mean... It was also hard, hard on her and her sisters and Mama Chila too at the moment. So generation after generation, it's been 
improving in a way for everybody. And right now we have a lot of more um, benefits, I would say, right? We, we live better than they did. And then we have to, I always think about that, we have to be grateful and, and appreciate what she did for us, really. Which is this livery, this, um, I don't know, this this way that we have to enjoy we can enjoy each other now we can enjoy our family and we can just be free I guess and yeah life is hard sometimes but it, it would have been really difficult really different if we would have stayed in El Salvador right and if things wouldn't change but they they fought for that they wanted a different world for us and this is what we're we're enjoying right now yeah and you know you think about all of the violence and uh unrest that's happening in Honduras and Guatemala and El Salvador at the moment and at least for me it makes me think about like that you know had had our circumstances been different that maybe we would have been in that mm-hmm. and i know that our family maybe was was uh in a position where that wouldn't happen but you never know mm-hmm. do you ever think about the fact that we in some ways got very lucky that we we are not there now and we don't have to experience many of the things that the country is going through of course of course it's difficult because you well to me my identity it cannot be separated from being born in El Salvador, right? That's part of me. And uh, everybody I know, everybody that knows me, they know that I'm com- I come from El Salvador and that's uh, a part of me that I cannot take apart. And then at the same time, it's difficult because I feel lucky that I'm here right now in Costa Rica and that I didn't have to experience all of that violence, as you say. I didn't have to see this death I guess violence um, we we never we never went through that we had difficult times as growing uh, as kids but it wasn't like that like we didn't have to face that uh, side of a country where we are coming from right mm-hmm. so we were lucky in a way but it's, it's very difficult because I feel torn about um, where I'm coming from and where I live, it's it's um, mixed mixed feelings that you cannot just separate. I cannot say I was born in Costa Rica, but I feel myself very Costa Rican, and uh, I cannot say I ignore my roots as a Salvadorian. I'm Salvadorian too, but yes, we're very lucky, I guess, in different ways. You went to the U.S. and we came here. And we experience different things, and we, but that that makes us more open to what's going on there, because we mm-hmm. we are we experienced in a way uh, some consequences mm-hmm. of that, right? And it, it's funny because I was telling the story to my classmates, and I said to them, "You as a Costa Rican may not value 
the peace that you live here because you didn't, you've never had this type of violence as in El Salvador. And that's for sure. They take for granted. Costa Rican, they take for granted sometimes the, the peace and how nice it is to be here, to live here. And it's um, very difficult not to feel sensitive about that one what with what we went through, right? What we lived as a family coming from El Salvador. You talked about a little bit earlier the idea of legacy and that we are uh, our mother's legacy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear more about what that means to you, about what it means to be the daughter of a revolutionary to continue the family in her name and uh, just just more about that idea of legacy sure um, to me legacy is her legacy is the opportunity she gave us to grow in a very different uh, world that she was living in or her childhood was for example so she fought for an idea that was going to change our world and she gave us the opportunity to to live in a different world to have uh, education for example to have peace to have equal opportunities and th- that they didn't have in, in any of them not my father or my mother so to me her legacy is more like the opportunity to to be different to do something different with with us to be able to forge a future, a better future that is not uh, filled with poverty, for example. Because I know they they experienced a lot of things, very difficult things in El Salvador. And I'm not going to lie to you, our childhood wasn't really, um, you know, needs free, right? Mm. We, we went through difficult times. But she gave us an opportunity to, to study and and have a different life, I guess. That's her legacy. And now that I have Mila here, to me, it's very important that her name is remembered. I know she's not going to be forgotten, but it's important for me to see that somebody is carrying her name, and it's important, and it's meaningful, and it's not just a random name, right? It's because there's a story there, there's some background that... People also may to know, may get to know, and uh, her name is, is something to be proud of. So legacy, it's a lot of things, right? It's also proud to be her daughter, proud to be uh, somebody that is responsible, that is uh, keen to to justice, to. And and that's how I like to think about me, like somebody that is very like her in a way. So I guess I'm her legacy in a way. And Mila is also her legacy. And that's the way that you just continue with what she did, right? Nothing that she did should be forgotten because she was a very, very extraordinary woman that I cannot just stop admiring and thinking about how strong she was and and everything she did. And even when I was having these difficult moments uh, with the pregnancy with Mila, 
I thought about her and I asked her, please help me with this um, from heaven. <laughs> That's what I I thought. And, uh, well, here's Mila, so I guess <laughs> she must have been helping <laughs> in a way. You know, I, if, a couple of years ago I was on a plane back from London and uh, the guy next to me, I, I got to tell him our story and the thing he kind of said to me, which I thought was funny, was he said, have lots of kids. That's the best way to honor your mother. <laughs> and we can argue if that's the, if that's actually the case or not, but I just thought it was sort of a, a lovely sentiment that, you know, despite everything that happened, life goes on, life continues, and that, you know, some way... Um, you know, like baby Mila represents that, that idea of uh, continuing despite everything that we've been through. Yeah. And that's, um, it's kind of difficult because I always think about how it would be if she was here to, you know, carry Mila and pamper her and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult because she's not here and I wonder how, what kind of grandma she would be now, right? And it was the same with Danny 16 years ago. I was, I really needed her at the moment. I really need somebody to be there. But I don't doubt that she's with me. I don't <laughs> doubt that she's happy for, for us. And uh, as you say, this, having me, that this is what she would have wanted to, because it's part of life. It's just growing up and continuing and carrying on something important in her family and not to forget about everything she did, I guess. That's important also uh, to to keep doing with her, with her children, right? Keep telling them the story. Keep telling them about, Mil- about Milagro, her grandmother, what she did and, and the woman she was. So that's important. And uh, I don't know about having a lot of kids, but <laughs> <laughs> having a few... <laughs> That'd be good as long as you don't forget about your roots and where you come from and who you really are. And that's the identity that you have to give them too because they are part Salvadorian too, right? Mm. It's something that you cannot hide from them and it's not to be forget. That that kind of brings up another question that I, I kind of asked Donnie when we did the podcast, with, you know, and I'll ask you the, the other side of it, which is how do you think you um, continue the legacy? How do you tell baby Mila and Donnie, how do you uh, let them know the sacrifices that our parents met? Because they're not experiencing it. You know, they didn't have to, uh, you know, live in the conditions that you did or grow up wondering where they came from like I did. And... You know, it's you don't want them to forget or to lose, uh, you know, what happened. So how do you continue to tell them, you know, how do you tell them the stories of what happened and remind them of, of their roots, where they came from? Yeah, well, definitely it's, it's, it should be a balance, right? Because, of course, you don't want them to go through everything that we did, for example. But also you don't want them to forget where they're coming from and... and about their family, right? So with Danny, well, she's always been 
really, you know, smart and, and mature. So it was easy for me to tell the story to her very early when she was a kid. So she's she's known the story pretty much her, her whole life. And she talks about it very natural way, right? And right now she's a teenager and it may not be her priority, right? Like it is for us and, <laughs> or may not be as important as, as it is for us. But she she's carrying on that and she's very proud of that. And she has the book from Margaret. So she shows that to everybody <laughs> and she tells the story. And I'm very happy to see that she's so proud of it and that she can talk about it very naturally and tell people, hey, this is something that happened to my family and this is my grandma that I never met, but I know her well, right? So it was also important being in touch with you because you remind us, her, right, what mm -hmm. what it means for us. Um, so she she's being in touch with everything, she's being in touch with you, and and that's been part of why she's so aware of what's going on and I'm sure that it will be helpful for her in the future and she'll help her to grow as a wonderful young woman and she'll be also uh, taking this as an example. Uh, her grandma is a strong woman that can uh, go through difficult things but always, uh, always be okay and always be fine, right? So being strong. And I guess that's what we have to do with Mila too, especially because her name is Mila. We need mm -hmm. to make her understand why, why we name her like that, what it means to have a names, the names of two wonderful women and two wonderful and extraordinary strong uh, persons that fought and went through difficult things. So she must be proud of that, but... It is up to us as father, father and mother, and parents, to show her and teach her what it means really and how proud she should be to carry that name and, and how she can be a better person based on what our mother Milagro did. Well, I think that that is a good place to end it. Uh, thank you, Eva, for taking the time to talk with us. I know that uh, this is a very special and busy time for you. <laughs> Little kids are a lot of work. And uh, it's been great to that I got to be here for the birth of Mila and to spend some time with all of you. And thank you, Mila, for joining us. <laughs> You're very welcome. And I hope that you enjoy this and you also can... Um, feel the meaning of this and why we're doing this. I hope you liked it. And Mila is also very proud, though she's sleeping right now, but mm -hmm. she's also very proud to be here. And thank you, Tio. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.